Hello and welcome everyone. We're back again this week. Talk some sports with you on the Walnut Sports Weekly Podcast. Check us out on walnutsportsnetwork.com if you haven't, because we have a shop open. You can get coffee mugs. It's great. Check it out. But before you do that, let's talk some sports. My name is Jason. That's Polly over there. Hey, guys. And that's Ben over here. What's up, everybody? And we're going to talk some sports with you. We just had a couple of seasons finish up with the NHL and the NBA. We got MLB and the uh, local Brewers struggles. But first, let's touch on the results of the French Open. Paulie, what happened? All right. So we were talking uh, last week about uh, the men's semifinal, kind of the the old guard versus the uh, the young guns coming up. And Alcaraz uh, went down to defeat against Djokovic. Uh, straight set loss or win for Djokovic. Uh, and then he takes the the final against Casper uh, Ruud, uh, again in straight sets for his 23rd victory. Uh, so he's got a little separation uh, of his two rivals. Now he is the first male to win all three or all four of the majors at least three times. So uh, quite impressive. Uh, feet for him and he's got the first two of the uh the uh the four majors so uh the way he's going it he could uh very easily get this done mm-hmm. oh the see, year uh, grant the the, the season grand, grand slam. slam yeah yeah Cause he always play, he's always good at Wimbledon and he's mm-hmm. always good in New York. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah. French uh, open we'll was really the one that was always in his way and with Nadal yep. out. Well, there you go. Yep. So we'll see if uh, he can make some history and get a, some more separation at this point. I don't see anyone catching him for mm. a very long time in majors. Right, uh, like anyone if, who's like in the league now or in professional tennis now, outside of like the children, <laughs> like the teenagers and stuff, like those guys would have already had to be winning majors if they were going to yeah. have any hope of catching Djokovic. I think the the next person who gets close to that isn't even playing tennis yet. Yep, correct. I agree with that. They're probably not even born. Yeah, possibly. yeah. It's been <laughs> right. A while. Yep. Yep. I agree. And so the the old guard uh, keeps the throne for at least one more major. And then on, on the women's side, uh, Iga Schwantek, uh captures her th- uh, third French Open. Uh, she won it last year, and I believe two years before that. Uh, so she uh, continues her dominance of the women's side. And congratulations to both of them. Uh, the women's side, there's usually usually some upsets. The one seed doesn't always win mm. the majors. They sometimes go out uh, quite early, but 
uh, she survives and uh, picks up the title and see if she can keep it going uh, in London and New York. And so congratulations to those two. And uh, now we're on to Wimbledon next month. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yep. Anything else to add there, guys? Well, I mean, it's funny, like, because French Open and then bam, Wimbledon hits you. And then bam, US Open isn't far behind. And it used to be that we didn't have an Aussie Open. We didn't have an Australian Open all the time. So you would have like a very distinct tennis season, right? At least here in the U.S. Like now, now with the 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 Australian, that's year round. And they still have their hot season in the summer. <laughs> no pun intended because puns are terrible. But <laughs> it is nice to have that. You know, for people who like to watch tennis, it's nice to have that in the middle of winter. It'd be like, hey, look, there's sun and and heat somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think that's pretty cool. This is this is the hot time for tennis. And I, I'm into it. I like watching tennis. I don't know. I, I do. I've always like my uncles were into it when I was a kid, like my mom's brothers and stuff. And my mom's side had tennis players. So. We, there were there were many afternoons spent in laundromats watching tennis. So it was, it was a <laughs> cool time of the year for me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And I know that doesn't have uh, anything to do with the French Open, but like that's just what was on my mind. It's nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Fans want fans want some nostalgia mm -hmm. sometimes. So yeah, that's good. Yep, so uh, we'll see uh, Wimbledon next month and uh, then the U.S. Open in September and we got two more left and we'll see what happens. Uh, moving on to some baseball, we'll get to the Brewers in a minute, uh, but congratulations Oakland, who is no longer the worst team in baseball. No, they're not. It's someone that, that you love, Polly. That uh, that uh, dubious distinction goes to the Royals uh, <laughs> after the Athletics break up the band seven in a row. They've won. The Royals uh, lost eight in a row. So, and they uh, looked looked good the last couple weeks and. We'll see if they can keep that going. They had uh, this over the weekend. They had their uh, reverse uh, crowd day or whatever they were calling it. To it was a re basically, reverse uh, protest. Yes, reverse protest. Thank you. And uh, 27,000 fans, I believe they had, which is still only yeah. about, half, <laughs> about half filled because that stadium is huge, but and they are officially going to uh, Vegas. Uh, Vegas just approved the uh, funding for the new stadium. So uh, they are getting out of Oakland officially now. And we'll see if they can turn it around because they still, even after seven game win streak, they're uh, 30 games under 500, but 
like I said, they've had a uh, good two weeks, and part of that uh, good fortune came at the at the expense of the Brewers, who are having a not so great uh, mm. last couple of weeks. They've lost six in a row, three and seven in their last ten, and the uh, Pirates finally uh, caught up caught up to them. Uh, they're a game and a half up now. Uh, St. Louis keeps losing, which is nice, but so do the Brewers. And and Cincinnati keeps winning, so that's not helping. You no, know, it's not. And so, I mean, Ben, it's we say the same things every year. It's the, it's the hitting. It's this inconsistent offense. And I don't. They they need to add a bat if they're gonna make a run for the the playoffs this year. And because their their pitching has been. Uh, pretty, uh, held up very well. They've had injuries, but man, if you can't score runs, it, all that pitching doesn't matter. But well, before you get too far with that pitching, <laughs> uh, Devin Williams crapped his pants last night, or was yes, it? Or was he... it this afternoon? No, it was. It was a, yeah, it was yesterday. Someone oh, else crapped their pants man. today. <laughs> man, like you can't. Like you got rid of Josh Hader. Because you had this guy. This can't happen. Like, you can't give up four runs in the ninth like that. Like, that's no way. No way. And I get it. It's not a perfect, you know, sometimes you're just going to get rocked and you don't have your stuff. You know, maybe that's up to the manager to figure out. But if you're the closer, you're relied on to have your stuff when needed. And if they can't get that, this all this all the starting pitching in the world isn't going to help you <laughs> win these kinds in those kinds of situations. So uh, that's my piece. Sorry. Go ahead, boys. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean uh, it feels exactly, like it's exactly it what like we always say. Records, but... Same damn thing. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the hitting. It's the, uh, no hitting. It's well, this year too, there's so many injuries too. We're still trying to rebound off these injuries. I mean, Four of the five starting pitchers that were on injured reserve, basically, you know, at some point, you know, this last, this first half of the set or not half, third of the season. So that's terrible right off the bat, too. Plus, you know, like we just signed somebody from the Red Sox. I don't even remember who it was because I was like, who is this guy? Because they just dumped him and we got another outfielder. And I'm just like, again, he's not going to change anything. We need somebody either step up and hit because like Owen Miller still is the only person hitting over 300 and nobody else is even close to him. Like, I mean, it's like 50, 60 point difference between the next guy. Um, it's just, we have this, we have a, we have basically our national team is up, you know, hitting right now and, <laughs> and that's not, ha- it's not working. We need the major league team to show back up mm. and get healthy and start hitting. Um, Yelich has been coming around a little bit more. I mean, he's been kind of more, uh, hitting more consistently and i mean he still i think has the he he has the hardest hit balls you know of off a bat out of anybody in the major leagues right now still you know a uh, speed wise so he's connecting he's hitting and now it's, it's coming around a bit more so that's something um but again he's not the yelich from three or four years ago he's not gonna be able to carry carry our team we need somebody else and the luke voigt you know experiment went terrible so he's already gone you know there's always these bats we brought in jesse winker winker winker's hurt and like he was not producing so maybe him coming back healthy 
he'll start hitting home runs because the guy hits home runs like crazy and he's <laughs> didn't home run for the Brewers yet out of the 40 games he played. So, and then yeah, that pitching, the starting pitching has been pretty good, even though we've had a lot of starting pitching injured. Um, but yeah, the Strzelecki's, you know, like, and some of those guys in the bullpen have been giving up, you know, runs at the end. And yeah, Devin Williams did have that one explosion last night of just being terrible. But I mean, that's like a one out of a hundred for him right now. So I'm not too concerned with him. I'm just concerned of everyone in front of him who has been not consistent as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that the bullpen is usually, you know, for the Brewers, you know, consistent and always, you know, ready to back up those starting pitchers, but this year it is just not happening. So that kind of sucks. Um, yeah, and then, again, Hater not being around and, you know, Stearns making that trade and him not being around anymore either really sucks, you know. So it's like you trade our best player away, we got nothing back, and then you leave. You know, it's like, okay, thanks. It's like the George Carl of the 2002 Bucks, you know, where he shifts out every all of three of our stars and then he leaves as well. It's like, whatever. Um, anyways, it's yeah, so it's just it's been frustrating all around. We're 34 and 34. We're now, like you said, behind the Pirates. The Reds are creeping up. Um, two games out of the wild card spot, too. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the bright spot is the Cardinals do have the worst record in NL, which is fun, but that's it. Everything else has been for the Brewers has just been bad, and I think it's good. it's going to get worse before it gets better if we don't have anybody start hitting or some of these injured people who are injured start stepping up. Cause so, um, I mean, again, and then the rest of the league, we always you know kind of go around that too. Is pretty much, you know, much hasn't changed besides the A's having that seven game winning streak. Um, which has been crazy, especially, you know, when it had to happen in Milwaukee. Brewers take two out of three from Baltimore, which a third game they basically would have won two if they didn't have the pitching blow up in the eighth. Um, but then to lose three straight to Oakland, you're just like, what the hell is going home. on? At, At home. home. No yeah, so right then and there, you know something bad's happened. You know, something's bad. <laughs> the worst team in the majors, not anymore, but at the time is taking you out so we'll see long season still but sometimes it gets too long if you know what i mean diamondbacks are crushing it too which is a very big surprise second best record in the nl so but yeah nothing else really has changed on any on the forefront um the, again the, Angel, uh, the angels got off the uh 500 wall there uh yeah they're on the eight and two they're eight and two in last ten now, yep the Shohei show is actually basically saving them so far. We'll see how long that can you know hold up because he has been just hot, hot, hot at the plate lately. Um, but yeah, the alias is still you know any team in the alias basically you put them in the central and they're number one in the central. Not anymore, actually. I forgot the Twins just beat us twice, so they do have a little bit of an edge over uh, Boston if you want to look at it that way. But yeah. Not much has changed. Anything else uh, you guys want to add? Well, I'd like to just say, like, Christian Yelich coming on, that's great and all. But, I mean, you don't pay him for that, right? Like, dude's making, this is uh, per SpotTrack.com, he's making $26 million this year. He's making over double that. Of Corbin Burns, who's the Brewers' second highest paid player. 
Like, yeah. How do you guys feel about this Yelich contract at this point? Like, well, it's in, it's injuries, so I really I don't have that big of a, a feeling. I mean, he's been injured, and that's they basically have said his back has not been 100% for two years, you know, and I think now maybe it's finally coming around. I, I don't blame it on just poor performance. I, I blame it on the injuries more than anything. Um, it, this contract is big, and it's it sucks that we're kind of eating it because he's not producing, but that's what I'm hoping for is this is a stepping stone that he gets back to that track because he looks like – those home runs he's hitting now, I mean, more than more home runs are in center or opposite field. He has two to right field, you know, like, so like, that's what the, that's what it was back in the day, the opposite power hitting. And now he has, he's been doing that consistently the last three weeks. So I'm just hoping that that's that old Yelich, you know, like that home run he hit yesterday in Minnesota right off the bat. I was like, that was, that was gone. And that was, you didn't see that before. That was a pop fly the last two years so it sucks i, I agree though it's a big contract but you know brewers are not the last the, this is he isn't the first person we've paid a big contract and they're sure bad, so oh yeah no i'm just saying like for at 18 percent of your payroll like this uh, injury, stuck, so. I, I mean injuries <laughs> yeah and he's got a no trade clause too so not You're like stuck. they could just dump doesn't matter him. yeah yeah it he's just there. you got to eat it and you got to work around it and he's uh, a nice guy too i could see I'm him sure re- he is. restructuring restructuring too though to help the team if oh. that's really what they want to do you know yeah, like i, I guarantee he would be that guy he doesn't seem like he's out for the money he got a contract cuz he had two phenomenal years in baseball that a person would kill for one of those in their career so mm-hmm. you know and i think that's just what it is i think if it came down to it he would be like he would maybe change the money around a little bit instead of being like, you know, traded or whatever. I, I have a feeling if that's what it came to, but yeah, that's a lot of money, you know, for one player who's mm-hmm. not producing as much, but again, maybe a turnaround. What about you, you Paulie? What do you feel about that? Anything? I, I think it, it is a lot of money, but there's really nothing the team can do it at, at, about it at this point. I mean, it's, you're, you're not going to trade him for the little you're going to get back from you him. You can't trade him. He's got a no trade clause. He yeah. has to clear it anyway. And so I I think it is what it is at this point. And like you guys said, he signed that deal after those two uh, monster seasons he had. And then he hasn't been the same since he bounced that ball off his knee. Mm-hmm. And there's not, there's nothing the team can do about it at this point. So it just, you just have to hope that he can get back to 80, 90% of what he was. And he's showing signs that he's, he is uh, heating up, but it's the, the consistency of it is what he, what the team has to hope for. And he, what, he has to work on at this point. So I just wonder if maybe like, cause like, I mean, it's easy in hindsight, but we have hindsight. So let's take a look at it. Like do, would it have been better for them to just sit him for like two years and just let him heal and rehab than trying to bring him well, back and then it doesn't work and bring him back. It doesn't work. You know, like I, mean, I what might, do you, I'm not like knocking. I'm not knocking their decision. I'm just curious what you guys think. Sure, sure. 
I mean, I feel like he missed a ton of games the last two or three years anyways. Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, like, he'd be in for a bit and then out, in for a bit and out. Um, so, I feel like that's really the big thing. You know, like, he just, they didn't keep him in there. But, yeah, maybe it was more of just, like, you know, work through it completely. We don't need you to to rush it. But, again, it maybe it was, <laughs> it might have been him get me out there sure. i can play you know yeah. i don't know exactly what was behind the scenes so mm-hmm. it could have been just like or the brewers just saying no we're paying you this money you're you are going out there you're out there yeah yeah you're the face of the team you know when you get hot everyone else gets hot you know kind of thing i don't know so um again i just feel like if we can just kick that injury bug um and keep this going that consistency like uh because I remember back in the day, like I would look like those two years, I would like look forward every time he was up the bat because you're just like, is he gonna do something like phenomenal? Like, is he gonna mm-hmm. just crush it? Like, is he gonna hit the cycle again? Like, you know, like there's so many things he was doing those two years. So, oh, man, that year they went to the NL uh, championship against the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. That was they awesome. sure did. They sure did. Yeah, that was it was an amazing year. Um, and then they ought to come up short, but yeah, it was. It's it's just, it's just they got he got to get, he has to get back to, like Colin Paul said, even ninety percent of what he was doing before. Like, sure, I think we got spoiled a little bit. Too. <laughs> you know, like, you're just used to that for not from now on, especially when you can do it two years in a row, not just one year. You know, one year could be a fluke. Two years, you're like, okay, something's here. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. Yeah. Uh... Anything else we got to add to baseball? Like uh, we said, the standings haven't really changed too much. Um, Miami's still sitting in second in the NL East. Uh, Arizona continuing their phenomenal season. They're uh, three games up on the Dodgers right now, but uh, not really a lot of movement uh, among the leaders kind of kind of uh stayed the same for about a month now so uh and there's a lot of baseball to be played mm-hmm. yet so things can change uh teams can heat up uh teams can go on slump and yeah uh, that's what you call baseball yep exactly there's a exactly. 628 games there's plenty yeah. of time there's gonna be a roller coaster <laughs> A slow, slow. <laughs> there we go up, wee, and then down. You know, like oh god. Yep. Enjoy the ride. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving on, we had uh, two uh, sports finishing their season. Uh, the Lord Stanley's Cup goes to the. Vegas Golden Knights, who won the title in their sixth season, which is, uh, I didn't know this until I heard it the other day that uh, their owner, basically, that was his plan, his uh, title in year six, and they get it done. Their offense was just tremendous, the whole playoffs uh putting up a nine spot in the closeout game yeah last night Unreal. i mean it would they there was a couple uh 
empty netters, but it, I mean, it was seven to one up until Florida uh, scored a couple goals, but Vegas had the game well in control and they uh, take home Lord, Lord Stanley's cup. So congratulations to them. And Florida had a phenomenal season uh, coming from uh, eight seed all the way to the finals and they looked good and but the Vegas uh, was better they were the team at the end that scored and, more goals than the other team and yep. won the sport score more goals you're gonna win the game yep. match whatever you're playing is that how it works yeah that's what john madden taught me years ago unless you're playing <laughs> golf then you need to score less goals than <laughs> and then john else. madden's head exploded yeah. <laughs> <laughs> negative yeah they're uh i mean that good old nights like they just dominated that mm-hmm. The, the finals just ridiculous yeah, i think they're the fourth fastest franchise fourth or fifth i can't remember it's one of those two uh fastest franchise to you know begin your franchise and win a championship um the bucks are the number one i didn't know that it's kind of interesting yep. yeah um, I, I saw i saw that graphic uh earlier yesterday yeah so it was interesting but uh yeah it's crazy six years they win a championship and i mean I don't think anything's stopping them too. They're pretty much set up to be in that spot again. So, um, yeah, congrats to them. Anything you got to add, Jason, to the well? Golden I mean, Knights dominating. I I think, like, I th- and granted, I think just the way it played out, I th- I would think that Vegas wins this series either way. But the Kachuk not being there for that last yeah, game, true, sucked because like he's kind of their. I mean, if you see enforcer. the interviews, like he's their energy guy, he's their enforcer. He's kind of the like the uh, battery that keeps that team going. And nope, sorry, he broke his sternum, so he can't play. Which is like pretty is crazy reasonable reason not to be able to play hockey. <laughs> but, also, but also reasonable reason to play the hockey game because he's just like it's one more game, guys. It's gonna be broken after the game anyways, and it's the finals. Oh. Like I'm going in. <laughs> if it's broken real bad and somebody just like shoulder checks you square in the sternum again, oh, that I mean, could be. And they're going to. Bad. They're going to because yeah. they're like we know where to hit them. Yep. <laughs> oh, upper body injury, huh? Cool. Yeah. Just will wail on Easy. his upper body <laughs> until he's in I'll there take, again. I'll take a five minute major. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the game's played, gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Vegas showed why they've been so strong, like over these, you know, six years they've been around. They're just a well-built team. Like the guy came over from what? I forget his name. He came over from Boston and just like, cool, I'll just do the Bruins thing over here. And I don't know if if it was just clever drafting or if like the expansion <laughs> rules in hockey allowed him to just do whatever he wanted and make whatever roster dude wanted. I don't know, but yeah, Vegas just proved you know Bruins are great and all, but we're still the best team in the NHL. And 
outside of you know the handful of Stanley Cups they haven't won since they came into the league. Uh, I mean, it's they've been top one of the best teams in the league since their inception, and they just proved it again. Yeah, and like like you guys said, there's really no uh, reason to think that they can't be back here next year mm-hmm. with the way that team is set up. So, Obvi- I mean, obviously it's a long way to go until the next Stanley Cup Finals, but uh, they are definitely one of the f- uh, favorites for next season, so. We have um, anything else we got to add before we move on to the the other series that ended? No, it's June, man. All the ice is now melted. Mm-hmm. Yep. See you in, right. see you in July because that's what I feel like. This NHL never stops. <laughs> yeah. I know they'll I know they'll be off till like September and of September, but still. Yeah, yeah. Hockey goes all year round. I feel like, but I mean that's cool. Ice is melted for now, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Jason, you want to set us up for the big show? Oh, here? you must mean the Walnut Sports Network Big Show NBA Finals Review Edition. That would be the one. And we have the Denver Nuggets winning their first uh title in their program history and Nikola Jokic uh, winning the finals MVP and putting a lot of uh, doubts to rest. I mean, I, I know we've had our doubts. I know Jason, you've really had your doubts and uh, you know, just to, uh, Show show us what you have before I'm going to believe in you. And they yeah. certainly did that. And so. You know, the last time that I felt this way about a team was the Bucks two years ago. If you recall, I was yep. like, nah, you got you and check tape. I guess we have tape of that. <laughs> Go back and check <laughs> you for the Bucks uh, run. And I was like, hey, man, this team's been doing great and all, but they've get to the second round and lose, get to the second round. They're Philly, you know, like show me something. And then they did it. I was like, Oh, well, there it is. Well, look at Denver. I'm like, you guys got to show me something. And they did. There it is. I mean, and they didn't, it wasn't even in like question, right? Like you could pick against the nuggets maybe because for reasons, but you had to know, like, you were picking the underdog if you weren't picking the the nuggets. I mean, yeah, yeah, they were the first seed, but come on. You couldn't watch that team and think that think for <laughs> you know, for any logical reason that they would lose a seven game series. Not the way they were playing. No. And they dismantled the Lakers. Oh, dude. And like that rounds before that. Dude that the way that they beat the Lakers was ridiculous. Like you go back and look, the Lakers did not play poorly in those four games. Like they played as well as they had leading up to that series. And Denver was like, that's cute. <laughs> but We're just going to do our thing then. 
and yeah, just hey, no. beat you. Hey, Joker, <laughs> take a 40-foot you know, fadeaway and nail it and tell him to shut up. Yep. Really. Like, our, like, Denver just went out when, like, yeah, our average game is better than your best game. And that you don't generally see that in the NBA, not in the not late in the playoffs. You just don't usually see it go down like that. And maybe in a first round when just like a, you know, a one eight matchup, you know, something like that. But even then, sometimes the eight steals a game. Nah, Denver was like, we're hot. We're rolling. L.A., you can go back home. Oh, you're you guys are still here. Cool. All right, we'll make sure you can get home quick. We'll do this real quick. No worries. Just absolutely. It's like it's it. <laughs> it was like the Lakers weren't even on the court, right? Like the Denver was just doing whatever they wanted, and the Lakers couldn't even do anything about it. There's my regurgitation on the uh, Lakers Nuggets series. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, then and then the finals. Well, you, you somebody else take this from the finals. Ben, you want to get in here? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, domination. I mean, the first two teammates that have a thirty-point triple double. In the same game in the finals is unbelievable, like ridiculous. So they got that going. You know, I've realized too, if you're a Florida team as an eight seed, you can get to the finals, but you can only win game three, and that's it. <laughs> Doesn't no, they matter get, what they won game you're two. In. They won game oh, two. They won game yeah. two. Oh damn! All right, whatever. You only win one game, and that's it. You yep. don't. That's it. Yep. It's a gentleman's sweep, both sides. But yep. yeah, uh, Joker is like. Again, just like that silent superstar, you know, like he, like, <laughs> like again, I, I, I like the onion a lot, you know, and they had a great little article after they won, like a, just the right picture of him with his eyes, you know, looking down, but looks like he's sleeping. And it says, you know, Joker <laughs> celebrates the championship by taking a nap. And that's, you know, <laughs> that's basically like his, his enthusiasm is level for all that. Like you saw him, he was smiling, but. You know, he doesn't go nuts. He's just like, yeah, it's another day. We won. That's all. That's awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like that about him, too. It's, it's nothing flashy. It's just go out there and dominate. And, like, I mean, just hearing his story, too, like, of how, like, I don't know if you ever saw like, the first interview, but uh, they played a lot this week because of what happened about him winning. But it's just like, you know, yeah, I just played video games and Coke. That was my life. You know, like, until, like, I don't know, two years before he, like, started really playing basketball and then, like, we worked out and then, you know, the 41st pick in the NBA draft and now two-time MVP, regular season, one, or no, MVP's finals this season, champion, just, he solidified himself as just one of the best of all time, you know, like, just in these last three years, like, unbelievable. And, again, that team... The Nuggets are set up <laughs> to do this again. Yes, Nobody besides Brown is the only, I think, maybe restricted free agent that might be out there. But everybody else is signed for two-plus years. So that's pretty good, too. Um, yeah, just pure domination. Uh, you saw that the Heat needed Tyler Hero. Uh, they needed Alonzo Mourning. They needed Shaq and Dwayne Wade all to come back. 
to beat the Denver Nuggets. Like, you know, like their team was just not set up. There's no way. Like, they didn't have the bigs. They didn't have uh, – they had the defense sometimes, but just that they could not close out those games. And, hey, they had a great run. They had an amazing season. Like, again, you cannot ever, ever, ever count out the Heat uh, when the, when they're in the playoffs or anything. So, um, I'm ex- but, again, it's Pat Riley. It's there's gonna be a big splash coming to Miami this summer. I guarantee it because if they're the eight seed and got this far, all they need is a few more pieces, and you know they might be able to, to win it all. Uh, and it's been a while, so. So let's actually stay on that point for a minute because uh, one name that is out there that uh, been in the in the news the last. Uh, few days is uh, Damian Lillard and his situation in Portland. He's just been an absolute loyal soldier to that city, but he's just wasting away. And they have the number three pick in the draft. I mean, they, they, they're, they've got a youth movement going and, uh, their time, their timeline just doesn't add up with Damian Lillard, and he—I don't know if he's going to ask for a trade because he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to do that. But he's got—he's got to get out of there. He's got to get it to a contender. I got a crystal ball, Polly. Ooh. Well, I was—I was going to say. Miami would be a really nice fit for Well, it all Damian comes down Lillard. it all comes down to the draft that day. If they trade the third pick for some superstar to come to Portland, you know, and that team wants to you know, somebody who is going to be a high tier comes to Portland, he will stay and guaranteed to try to win at least one more year. If not if they draft anybody besides Victor <laughs> which will be gone to number one. You know, if they don't draft, if they draft anybody in that third spot, Damian Lillard is gone. No questions asked. He just was um on a podcast. I just saw this last week talking about, he wants to see what's going to happen, you know, in the draft. And then, but basically he is, he's his foot's out the door, basically, if they don't, if they don't make a splash. And I don't think there's going to be any team out there that's going to want the number three pick that bad. Who's gonna give up, you know, that caliber of player to come play with to Dame, you know, come to Portland. So I think you're right that he's gonna be he I think he's gonna get traded. Is it Miami? Possibly. That's probably the best, you know, place for him unless he went to like say the Lakers or something like that, but that won't happen. I've I've heard the Lakers thrown out there. I have a hard time believing that. That'd I've be heard, tough. Uh... I've heard a little bit of Warriors chatter, but I mean, with their payroll, they have no chance of fitting him under that cap, especially yeah. with the new CBA and this, the uh, restrictive uh, uh, restrictiveness of what teams can do when their payroll is that far out of whack. And I, I again, my that Miami's a nice fit for that. Go team up with Jimmy Butler. They've got some young pieces on that team. He could he could win in Miami. 
Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I, again, the uh, the Lakers. I don't believe. I'm sure he would love to play with LeBron, but I. The the, I I don't really see that happening. He does that on All Star Weekend every year. He doesn't need to do it any other time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I I agree with you, Ben. I think he's, I think he's pretty much gone at this point. And I just hope he can find a situation that he can win with because he he's been toiling away in uh, Portland. And again, he's been a loyal soldier to that organization. Yeah. But what about the Knicks too? The Knicks that could be a possible destination too. Yeah. But again, you have Bradley Beal out there possibly in free agency coming too. So that could throw, you know, that could throw a wrench in some of these. That could be a Miami or a New York kind of situation too. So mm-hmm. we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Draft is this month, not a couple weeks away, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, we have, again, the NBA silly season coming up July 1st. Uh, Teams can sign, start signing uh, contracts, and uh, that's usually a big day for podcast. It, yeah, <laughs> it's it's it always kills me when at twelve oh one you have a five five year two hundred million dollar contract basically signed ready to sign on the dot. It's like mm-hmm. you cannot tell me that teams are not tampering with these guys before that. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they already know basically mm. before it ever happens. It's just, yeah, it's just can't do anything on the dotted line until this, you know, this number on this date. But yeah, it's just, I remember like waking up this last year, just, you know, from my phone and how many Wolge bombs I got delivered to my phone. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, did everyone get a contract last night? <laughs> what the hell happened? Like, so yeah. For a uh, for a summer to or for a uh, you know time that slows down in sports during the summer, uh, that's always a good day to talk about you know yeah. what the heck just happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason, you got anything to add uh, here? Well, or anywhere out anywhere else we got to go? Oh, for the NBA. Yeah, like we talked about a bunch of stuff there. So, like, I mean. Just as a side note, yeah, yeah, I got something to add. Uh, there's a story in The Athletic. Bradley Beal and the Wizards expected to work together on a trade should team officials elect to reset the roster. So there's a chance that Bradley Beal might be out there looking for a new team to get traded to as well. Uh, the yeah, we brought, yeah, we brought that up before with the Heat. Oh. Him maybe going to Heat oh, or the Oh, Christ, next, but... I missed it. That's all right. I think I just <laughs> there was maybe so much said going Bradley on. or something. You know, I didn't say, maybe I didn't say the whole name or something. But, yeah, we were kind of just, he's in the mix of, yeah. So, but, again, Bradley Beal's one <laughs> been out of the Washington for 12 years. Mm. You know, as many years he's been there. So, yeah, hopefully he gets out because, man, he is, that's he's sacrificed too, sitting in, Lonely Washington, you know, playing with that organization has not been fun at all. Well, at, well, at least he has that two hundred and fifty million dollar contract that sure to keep, to keep him company. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, here's here's one for you guys. Quick on the spot since we got a few minutes. Uh, what's the next NBA team that will win their first championship? 
We have Ooh. the Pelicans, Magic, there's Suns. Not, not many. Well, there's 10. 10, yeah. So there's 10 the Pets. Right. There's left. Pelicans, Magic, Suns, Net, Tim, Nets, Timberwolves, Pacers, Clippers, Grizzlies, Jazz, and Hornets. Did you throw the Thunder in there? Uh, the Thunder are not on this list. They should be. Yeah, because te- well, technically they're Seattle. Does Seattle ever win anything? Because that franchise Seattle made trans- it to the finals. I don't believe they ever won it, though. Okay. Well, it says here there are 10 it. teams left. Let's let's stat check this. But in the meantime, what do you guys think? What's the next team? Do you think it's really the Thunder? No. I, I mean, I, I would I would go there. I I think they're set up real nice. They have still have that Brinks truck of uh draft picks that they can basically do any whatever they want. If they want to bring in another star with uh SGA, they can. If they want to just continue this kind of slow build, they can do that. They they've got possibilities. I I I would say them and then uh the Pelicans team again if Zion can ever stay healthy they're set up really nice with Brandon Ingram but again is Zion ever going to be healthy for a whole season? Well, what do you guys think? There's rumors already. This morning, Brian Winehurst talked about that the Pelicans might finally put him on the table for making him available for trade. Huh. Because he's only played 29 games out of 100 or you know, out of yeah. two seasons. That's it. For a five-year, $193 million contract. So... I don't know what if that happens. He gets that's a whole other huge trade thing that could possibly happen. I th- if I had to pick the teams right now, I'm picking the Suns though, and they're probably next. Mm. If I had to pick it out of those ten, um, just because they do have those two huge superstars, I don't know who's going to fill in the rest of it right now. But I mean, I feel like they have a a closer outlook to winning a championship than any of the other nine teams right now. But again, it just depends on after this offseason what happens. Where is everyone going? Because I've heard Chris Paul and the Thunder again reconnecting, which again that would help you know that team get to that next level with all those draft picks. So, what about you, Jason? I'd have to agree with the Suns. I mean. The Pelicans are nice, but they have issues. Like they've shown that they can't. They haven't shown that they can do it yet with that roster. Even the AD, even the AD situation where AD was going to be the savior, and then they're yeah. like, "See ya." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he wanted to say "see ya" too, but <laughs> right. Like, like I mean, yeah. some might see the Clippers, but I just don't have enough faith in Paul George and the the, the Clippers' ability to make a good roster. The Suns, Healthy. yeah, uh, the Grizz, no, you know, that's a whole other jazz, show. no, uh, Hornets, no, you know, like it's the Suns because they currently have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I mean, nobody <laughs> else has that. <laughs> what are we talking about here? If we're, <laughs> if it's got to be the Suns, if you're talking about the next team to get their first NBA championship just as they're built now. Like, as things look, it's got to be the Suns. Yeah, I tend I tend to agree that they're probably the closest. I just I, – I need to see how they're going to fill out that bench because mm. they 
they're they have no depth. They gave up basically everything to bring in Durant, and again, you you do that twelve times out of ten. If you're a team, if oh yeah, Durant wants to come to your team. You figure out a way to get him there. But again, they, they they're kind of have to uh, tightrope walk with bringing in uh, veteran veteran minimum guys and filling out the roster like that. I mean, everyone. I mean, if you're if you're a minimum uh, salary bench guy, yeah, you would love to go play with Durant, but. They just have to fill out the roster. Well, they can get rid of Aiton and Paul, and that will free up. I mean, just looking at SportTrack.com here, it looks like DeAndre Aiton's hitting the cap for thirty-two million, and Chris Paul's hitting the cap for thirty million. Like, if they can get out from under that, they're Cameron. That's Payne's, a lot of money. Yeah, Cameron Payne's all right. He's making six and a half million, so that's about right. You know, you can ride that for a little bit if, if he continues to get better. Man, losing uh, Mikhail Bridges sucks for this team. Like, he was such a good, like, I don't want to say role player because I think he was better than that, but, like, he just complimented the rest of the team really well. And losing him to the Nets, I think that made the Nets significantly better. And they showed it by sneaking their way into the playoffs. You know, they got yep. they got housed, but everybody knew that was going to happen. And they honestly played better than I than I expected them to when they got there. So, I, I think if they can get rid of that eight and DeAndre eight and Chris Paul money somehow, or you know, loosen that up a little bit and free up some of that sixty two million dollars just sitting there. I think they can fill out the rest of that starting five. We'll see. July 1st will tell us a lot, I feel like, right off the bat. Yep. Where things are we're going because, yeah. So what, one more thing I wanted to bring up. Um, we, you, we, uh, one of you guys have brought up uh, Memphis earlier. What, what do we think is going to be the ultimate uh, – uh, suspension for uh, uh, Ja. Ja, thank you. Uh, a you, year. Do you you think he gets a full year? I don't think he's getting the full year. They lately said they didn't want to announce this news until the finals were done because they thought it was going to be that big of a distraction. So I don't know what anything is unless he's getting ten years. But I you know like, I don't know what else <laughs> it could be. Like I think it's going to be a whole year. Because, uh, again, it's just too close to when it happened again, you know, the last time. And, uh, you know, you got eight games last time, and that didn't help at all. And if anything, you're just bringing, you're bringing negativity to yourself and your team now. It's just like maybe you need to step away and figure out John Morant, you know. I don't know. Um, because it's just it doesn't make sense that this <laughs> keeps happening, you know, mm-hmm. like. For what? For who? Like for him, his buddies? I don't. I just don't get it. So I honestly think it's going to be the whole year. What about you, Jason? I think that's what I would do. But I think they're going to give him like 
50 games. I think they're going to go around half a season, even though I think it should be the whole season. Because think about it. Does the NBA not want John Morant money? Like, they, John Morant in the playoffs is electric. I mean, granted, he only played one game before he got hurt. I think it was just the one game. And then he just wasn't the same for the rest of the series when he did play. I just I don't see them losing out on that money because if think of if the Grizzlies the Grizzlies are a pretty decent roster they could probably make their way into the play in again and if they got John Morant on that team oh man all of a sudden this like middling team that is in the play in has John Morant on it I just don't think the NBA wants to give that up granted I. Maybe silver comes down hard on them. I think it's going to be 50 games. Yeah, I, I guess for me, I, I think it's going to be more in that uh, half season, 50, 50-ish games. I don't see the NBA doing a full season. I mean, if they really want to send a message, that's how they would do it. Yes, but... I agree with that. Yeah, I think they should, but I don't think they will. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's going to be in that somewhere in that half season range. Uh but yeah, I mean, he just he's got so much talent and he's uh super electrifying and he just has to I mean, figure out whatever's going on in his head that thinks it's okay to keep doing this and maybe maybe he just has to sit down for a while and just work on himself like you guys said because it, it'd be a shame with all that with all that talent that he has if it goes to waste and yeah that's that's how i see that and just to update on the fact check, uh, the Seattle Supersonics won the 1979 NBA championship. Okay. So, yes, well, that's why. the Thunder are, are not allowed to be chosen because they've already got theirs. Gotcha. Well, okay. when then when they get when Seattle gets their new team in a couple of years, then they can start that game. Because I don't know if you saw, like they're they're planning on expanding, and the two cities are going to be Las Vegas and Seattle. It looks like so. Yeah, I, I knew I knew Seattle was at one point going to get a team back, and I I kind of figured Vegas was going to be the other one. With Jay- for sure, <laughs> I mean they're getting they, everything. They they're, they're, get, they're getting they're good. I mean, if it does happen, they're going to have all four major, major leagues. So. And now there's yeah. no pro teams in Oakland. I guess they just don't want them anymore. They're like, yeah. nah. Warriors? Well, nah, they can go to move a... to San Francisco. Uh, Oakland, get uh, Raiders, get out of here. Well, they, you guys, they had like an ant, you know, the anti, you know, whatever party last night. It's just like, it's, I mean, it's one, it's one day too late, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you guys should have been supporting them, you know, more. And it just, it's, uh, yeah, it, it looks like they're just going to be barren for a while. Mm-hmm. Who knows if anything will ever come back there. So, yeah. And it, it, it is a shame. I do feel bad for the city of, uh, 
Oakland, but I mean, at the same time, if you if you want to keep these teams, you gotta you gotta spend some money, and that's just how it is. And unfortunately, that's how it is. But that's how the industry works. And well, they didn't want to pony up for a new stadium, so yeah. And that's what happens. Vegas did. However, <laughs> I did see a tweet from Mina Kimes, the sports writer, where she had the the news of Vegas building the $350, $350 million stadium next to an article about Nevada has like the lowest funded education system or something like that. So, I hey, mean, the world, hey, the world needs stadium builders. Yeah, it's <laughs> they just got them. That's true. They're all there. maybe that's the whole idea. They're like, nah, you don't, dude, it's Nevada, man. We just build stadiums for pro sports teams. So, you don't build really stadiums. need an education like math and science yeah. and English and reading. Deer Can you hammer and all this? That. Do it. <laughs> We'll teach you how to thrive out here in the desert. Yeah. We build stadiums. <laughs> well, and again, it's it's not it's not like Vegas doesn't have the money to support these teams. So yeah. and with Well yeah, they could probably add two of the major sports teams, you know, of each and be fine and thriving on that, you know, like money wise. They could have two football, two baseball, and be good. It's crazy how much money that place has compared to, say, like the Tampa Bay Rays or something like that, where no money whatsoever. Oh man! All right. Um, yeah. So we have uh, coming up. We have the the uh, NBA draft, and then shortly after that, we got free agency. Uh, so again, that's always a fun episode. Though that'll be plenty to talk about there. And then we have uh, baseball continuing. And other than that, I mean, really kind of getting into the summer months. Uh, Jason, do you have a, a tease for us? We might have a a special guest coming on. Oh yeah, we might uh, be talking some UFC coming up a couple weeks or so get into uh some so this is the hot time for ufc as well as tennis as it turns out so we'll be bringing in our friend friend of the show brandon talk some ufc with us maybe educate us on weight classes or something that'll be that'll be fun <laughs> and again it's, yeah. there's pl- there's plenty of time to do it so uh football's a few months away yet uh again uh pretty pretty much just baseball and some random uh events so uh get some new get a new voice in here like you said educate educate us about uh the ufc fight game and so that'll be coming up in a hopefully a couple weeks so that's something to look forward to um what what are you guys watching this week what am i watching this week well i don't know anymore honestly the nhl's over the nba's over i guess i could watch some baseball 
But I don't know. That seems yeah, more like a Ben thing Jesus. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can take a Ben. You can take a Ben thing this week. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, again, there's not much going on. So what else are you gonna really watch? Yeah, uh, I think I'll watch. Uh, you know what was on? I don't know if it was a replay, but there was some highlight on the old Roku channel. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Highlight. Oh yeah. I don't I don't think I am. No, it's a sport with a you're in a big giant room. It's sort of like racquetball. You know racquetball? Yep. Where you're in the room? Well, the, it's like racquetball, but the room is way longer and way huger. And instead of rackets, you get these uh like scoops, these big like two foot long scoops coming off of one of your hands and you catch this ball and you just like spin and whip this thing and it's like Mm. this hard like it's like uh it's like something between a golf ball and a baseball and it's hard and you just like whip this thing at like far walls and you try to do racquetball stuff like try to get it past the other guy but it's instead of with rubber balls and rackets in a tiny room, you have this giant like gymnasium <laughs> with these weird looking scoop things on your hands and you, you play racquetball that way. It was super fun to watch. I suggest checking yeah, that I don't out. Know if you ever saw it's either a jackass movie or one of the shows, but they did that in one of the movies. Oh, or shows. No they, kidding. They, they, they lay they went on the wall and they had professional highlight oh. players put like put oranges instead of oh. they're in Florida, put oranges instead of the actual balls in there. And I think they were getting up to like 140 miles an hour. Dude, yeah, and those so, oh, no. so you should you should YouTube that up because it's pretty amazing to see <laughs> <laughs> them just hit just the first time where they hit the wall with one of them. You're just, both so I think it's Johnny Knoxville and Steve are both on the wall and they're just like Oh, yeah, like no. this is gonna be bad, man. Oh no way! Yeah, I so would never. No, nope. if you want some entertainment, that's that's uh, that's the first time I was exposed to. Like, what's highlight? Oh my god, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> I actually learned about crazy. it when I was a kid. Like, I I never watched it played, but I I had it's a whole long thing about my childhood. But I had these things, and one of them was about highlight. I was like, that's cool. And then here enough, I see it come on this like some like regional <laughs> uh highlight competition these dudes out there and i was like no way is this that thing and sure it was it was super fun to watch so it, it is actually pretty if you know once you kind of get the hang of what's going on it's pretty fun to watch because it's a simple game and it's fast interesting i'll have to check that out mm-hmm <clears throat> You I'm know what? You know what? Up. I'll I'll find something and tweet it on the uh, Walnut Sports Network Twitter. Oh, there you go. At WSN there you go. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch the College World Series actually. Oh. Um, just because I don't know. It's just always interesting to see these you know these teams get together and they're some of them are like you just get not many times you get that one nothing like win. It's usually like just a crazy like slugfest of just insanity so like i don't know i think i'm gonna watch that uh over the i mean i'll obviously obviously watch the brewers but just to kind of add to stuff is kind of see you know what what college teams are really crushing and then you know just to see the future of you know the major leagues too like 
who's you know who's who are these who are these kids that are going to be either already drafted or you know will be drafted coming into the major league so um looks like uh Saturday okay so yeah so for the dates right now it looks like for it's just you know Friday through the 20 through June 22nd is basically the the games leading up to the finals which is June 24th through the 25th so yeah I'm gonna check that out there was a I was gonna bring up one player uh from college baseball um he plays for Duke and I can't find his name right now I didn't know if Jason you had any I know you're a Duke fan I didn't yeah, probably not a baseball no. but um but I can't. I'm, I'm looking up his name real quick here, but he uh, this last week played in a game and he hit four home runs in the game, which is pretty, you know, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he has a tore ACL. What? <laughs> yeah. So he can jog. He can jog around the bases, but he can't go faster than the jog. So he was in there just for basically the hitting. He's DHing, but he hit four home runs in the game. And the first time I saw him run around, I just, you know, he just looked like he was running the bases. Nothing wrong with it. And then all of a sudden, like, I heard the announcer say, <laughs> say like, yeah, with the torn ACL, it's pretty crazy. You can still get in there and hit. And I'm like, wait, what? Torn oh ACL? God. So, um, yeah, I'm looking it up real quick here. But, yeah, he it's just been been nuts, like, to see something like that. So just, you know, just to see, like, the magic, the power of, you know, the World College World Series, I'm going to. I'm gonna check that out. See what it's all about. Get more educated. Yeah. What about uh, you, Polly? For me, I guess uh just uh again, just seeing if this Brewers team can get out of this funk they're in and put, start putting some wins together. because. Uh, Again, the the central is not the world being division like the AL East is, and so it, it no one no one's gonna really run away with it, especially with the Cardinals still slumping. Uh, Pittsburgh, I mean, they're still right around five hundred. They're not really gonna run away with it, you wouldn't think. But uh, they gotta start putting some. Some some wins together and hopefully uh, get a get a uh, nice streak going because again being swept by the the athletics at home just not a good sign and again we talked about days are seven and seven and three their last ten but not a good look for the Brewers yeah. yeah. Um, that Duke baseball player is MJ Metz. He's actually, he actually hit three, not four. I'm sorry, three. Okay. But yes, torn ACL in the game previ- uh, previous to when he he hit it. Uh, but still, just <laughs> just ridiculous. It's just phenomenal to be like, That's hey, crazy. watch this. And again, if you saw him driving around the bases, you still wouldn't know that he had a torn ACL because it just doesn't show. You know, it's just it's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. That's nuts. All right. Um, yeah, I think uh, we're going to wrap up, it up now. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys next week. And get ready for uh, the NBA silly season. <laughs>
get a, a little bit more of a primer there. And again, uh, baseball, we got the the college game, we got the pro game, uh, we got uh, golf coming up, uh, we got the uh, uh, British Open, or the, the Open Championship, I'm sorry, is what they like to refer to it now. We should um, give a shout out to the Women's College World Series. I don't know if you saw any of that, but the uh, Oklahoma yes, one o- for the Oklahoma uh, for the third the straight year. Yeah, on, uh, they're mini dynasty now. They had one loss the entire season this year, or two. I think it was one. Um, why well, they were going? They went undefeated into the tournament. I thought so. It had I think maybe just one. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure. I just know that they've been just on a roll for three yeah. years. Mm-hmm. And again, again, set up to win a fourth. So kudos to them. Congrats. Yes. Uh, congrats to them. And uh, anything else we got to add for the week, guys? No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that was a good week in sports we just discussed. So let's uh, close this out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, don't forget to go to walnutsportsnetwork.com. Check out the new shop. Check out our columns. Check out our podcast. And contact us, please. We love to talk to people on our Twitter at wsnweekly.com. We're not .com. It's a Twitter. Jeez. <laughs> what am I, 60? At wsnweekly on Twitter. Christ. There we go. All right. So uh, that's it. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night, guys. Take care, everyone.